0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Screen Fellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Noah. And in this episode, we're going to be reviewing X-Men Dark Phoenix and The Secret Life of Pets 2. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How are you doing?
1: I'm feeling all right today. How yeah. are you
0: doing? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. If you're uh, confused okay. as to where Ozzy is, uh, he had something come up. Just he died. No. Oh yeah, he is. He's passed away. No, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> he had something come up. He wasn't able to. I don't even think he saw anything this weekend. So uh, I, I don't I think know. it needs
1: to be 200 million. Yeah.
0: I think that's... Thank you. Ozzy's with us in spirit in his uh, false oh, Black yeah. Panther box office predictions.
1: I like looked around. and was like. <laughs> where's Ozzy <Aussie? laughs>
0: um but yeah so oh before we get started I have to do my uh ritualistic uh review of Enrique's audio skills because Enrique is on the board today What's up? uh seems pretty good I don't know I'm wearing the crappy headphones today so, so I can't 100% tell tell but we'll see don't uh, worry it's great I, I won't know until I get the actual audio in post but we'll see how it goes um it'll be fine yeah yeah it'll yeah. be fine are you yeah. sure all right you you seem semi-confident yeah okay yeah, we're
2: good all right well i'm gonna uh, do the dark phoenix of sound work job oh there. that is not no, a good sign cool. <laughs> not a
1: good sign at all all right well
0: we're gonna start with the dark phoenix in fact uh it seems Ca-caw. like like everything lists this movie is just dark phoenix but is it not x-men dark phoenix did they just name it dark phoenix that's I mean, weird
1: when the title shows up it's just dark phoenix interesting so they, it's a yeah, sh-
0: do it know. for the brand are they trying to dis- why would they distance themselves from the x-men it's a spin-off name? movie sure it's, it's definitely not
2: they were building every their every own character. cinematic universe <laughs>
0: well they supposedly like i was reading supposedly uh they were saying like this was going to start off a new series of films just focusing on the younger cast uh yeah Yikes. Well, that was the original intention, obviously, uh, that changed yep. when Disney got
2: involved. I still can't wait for New Mutants. I don't know about you guys. Uh, that movie is going <laughs> to be
0: a mess. But supposedly they're doing reshoots again for that. Uh, oh, boy. But, but who knows when it's actually going to happen. There is a Dark Phoenix movie that exists in the world. Will we ever see it? I, probably not. New Mutants. Or, yeah, the exactly. Mutants. New Mutants movie that yes, they, exists. They
1: actually like, legitimately Unfortunately, there see. are two Dark Phoenix movies. That <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah.
2: They legitimately finished New Mutants, and the studio was like, "It's not scary enough." So then they sent it back.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: and now Disney owns it. So is Disney gonna make it scary? Like, I don't think so. You bet they are. Sure. Um, yeah, just seems strange. We'll see what happens with uh, future X Men movies. But uh, what we have now, let's start with that. Um, uh, this movie it was great. No, shut up. this movie is not good. Um, <laughs> This movie's Bad. it's it's flopping, and what that suggests is that many of the people who will listen to this have not seen it, and I would not encourage you to see this movie. Uh, you didn't yeah. miss much.
1: It's yeah, it's actually yeah. Uh, it's funny. I, I work at a at a movie theater. I'm in the it's an AMC dining, so they have like a kitchen. I work in the kitchen. And um, we were like planning on being a bit busy. They were like, because they can tell through pre-sales and you know general anticipation of a big movie. And they are like, oh, we're probably going to be pretty busy this weekend. The reviews came in, and we're like, oh, never mind. And it was a pretty, it was a pretty slow weekend. I went into the theater to see this on like a Saturday evening, and it was me and like seven other people. So nobody's seeing this movie. It's, I
0: saw it.
1: <laughs> yeah, our theater was it's, it's pretty empty too. okay uh, Yeah.
0: That's was that your expression during the turn away from the mic? (laughs) I know, right? Uh, (laughs) Interesting choices by Enrique already. Uh, but let's uh get into this movie. I have thoughts, yeah, I know. But the thing is, (laughs) this is where uh, some tend to struggle when we are reviewing a movie such as this. But we do need to start positive. So, uh, Enrique, let's start with you. What positives do you got?
2: (sighs) <sighs> That's a lot of pressure. Um, okay, so like it was You'd a movie. It was a movie. Good positive. That like, right? <laughs> they made so people, people, someone on the set like tried hard somewhere along the process. Um, I like the, um, I like the space aspect of it, and I like all their vintage mm-hmm. costumes. I like the aesthetic of what they were going for at the beginning of the movie, with like the yeah. president calling. It felt very comic booky. Yes, and I was like, yeet! <laughs> I love it. And then they were like aliens. I'm like too far, too far, too far. <laughs> uh,
0: this is a, this is interesting. I like that you brought that up, and I like that you use the term comic booky because for the first like half an hour of this movie, I was thinking like, I mean, it's super cheesy and very very comic booky, but like i don't know it, it it's it's interesting that this is the direction that they chose but then as the movie progresses it like kind of loses that and just gets ridiculous and straight up boring weird and wild <laughs> um, <laughs> but i do for a good for a decent portion of the movie i was thinking like eh, this this got a fun ish feel uh, i think it loses it again at a very specific point but Overall, I, I don't know. Like it's there. There's some good performances. I'll start with there. I think the easy positive is Michael Fassbender. I think he's always been a positive, and in, in these movies, I think he gives a good performance again. Here, he is probably he, probably the best performance in the movie. Right? Am I yeah. forgetting anybody? I don't I think know. so. Uh, I think Fassbender's the best part of this movie, and he has always been the best part of these movies. Now, whether it oh, make, the blue guy was good. Uh, oh Night yeah, crawler. yeah. I actually liked his performance as well. Um, that's a, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, so oh, like I, you can we can argue all day or talk all day about uh, whether Magneto's storyline makes any sense or follows follows <laughs> follows any continuity <laughs> at all. Um, but uh, I think in terms of his performance and stuff like that, I was. I appreciated it. Noah, what
1: positives do you have? I, you guys <laughs> covered them. I have nothing good to say about this movie. I did like, you know, the little, like the, the opening scene where they literally get a phone call from the president yeah. asking them to help, out, <laughs> help save the astronauts. Like, Oh my God. It's like a scene from the 1966 Batman series. It's, yes. it's, oh my God. Um, that was, that was really, really funny to me. <laughs> and, um, I, I liked how they kind of used their powers creatively. That that oh, yeah. opening scene mm-hmm. is, you know, it, it it kind of, I mean, it I, like I know I said I didn't have anything good to say, but the more I think about it, that opening scene is kind of what people want from an X Men movie. It's X Men saving people mm-hmm. using their powers creatively, and you know, there's there's a bit of conflict. You know, they care about each other and they don't want to lose each other, and that's mm-hmm. so that that scene. Works. I think there are a lot of things that could be done to make it better, Um, namely making the rest of the movie better. You know, that's just just kind of one on one. But that's that's my. One good thing, I have nothing else good. to I say I have another about good thing. All right, go to for build it. Builds off
2: Noah. Um, I think there are a couple creative scenes. The movie wasn't creative, but <laughs> like there was one scene. Uh, it's not a spoiler. Uh, so, so like uh, Cyclops like uses like the rear oh, mirrors yeah, yeah. in a car, and he goes, Pi-choo! and I'm like, "Oh, that's yeah. cool." And then Magneto had a cool like fighting metal scene, as one does.
0: Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I do think there's some decent action scenes in the movie. Um, The problem is, we can can transition. I
1: could not disagree with you more about the action sequences. Okay, we we can get into those.
0: Fair enough. Uh, My problem is that I don't care about the action sequences because Mm -hmm. the story is so uh, just uh, bland. We're we're fully into negatives here. You guys can take it away, but I, I just think that the biggest problem with this movie is that it's just. It feels like nothing. Like, it feels like an empty, just, vehicle. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it feels <laughs> like they're going through the motions of making this movie. And, again, at first I was thinking, it feels like it was made in the 90s. And that's not necessarily a good thing, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, like, it just feels like they're going for a certain style of movie that we don't really see in comic book movies anymore. But then... As you go farther in the movie, it's just you realize, no, nope, they're not going for anything. They're just making a bad movie. Um, and that's unfortunate. It felt soulless.
1: Yes, that's 100%. what I was going to say. Yeah, I think I wrote soulless down like five or six times in my and notes when I was in the theater.
2: Has Matthew, was it Matthew Vaughn that did the past three? No. Days Matthew Vaughn passed. definitely... Matthew, Matthew he did First first Class. class.
0: That's it. I'm pretty sure. I will check.
2: I feel like afterwards, like, uh, even in Apocalypse, you can say what you want about Apocalypse. I think it's entertaining. I think it's it's fine. I think it's fun. I think it's slightly a bop. But um, they, I feel like they uh, correctly carried out the young, like, this young group of mutants or whatever that we've been following for a few movies, even through Days of Future Past. I feel like they kept them pretty consistent. And the way, like, the comedy relief and the fun of them. And I feel like this movie just sent all of that to die. <laughs> like, uh, I, Quicksilver was there for five seconds. He's one of their best, yeah. like, fun relief characters. They, like, freaking no threw scene. him off a building or whatever happened yeah. to him. And it's yeah. just like, oh, well, I guess we're not having fun this movie. <laughs> no, yeah,
1: that's, that's, like, like the, the fun dies after that first scene. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's
0: uh, for, for for reference, uh, Matthew Vaughn did First Class. Uh, uh, days of future Past with Brian Singer again coming oh, back yeah, from the coming yeah, back from, from the, back. the first two. Uh, then because, Singer did uh, Apocalypse as well. Um, he's a bit of a kitty diddler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <She's>
2: <laughs> interesting. That's why he works
0: so well with Definitely the young mutants. Of- uh, all right. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: well, stop. No. All no. right, no. moving on. Um, uh, that actually is slightly true, but you know, <laughs> do let's not talk about. That. Noah,
0: why don't you uh, dive into negatives because I feel like you have a lot to right. say here. I do, and I'm going to break it
1: up into three three groups. Our right. chapters, they're, go for it. Our uh, chapters. You know, uh, first one: cinematography, visual effects, and just the look and feel of this movie. Characters and mutants, including old and newly introduced mutants, and uh, the action. So starting out with cinematography, this movie's just ugly. Like, there's nothing, nothing visually striking. There's no nice colors. Um, uh, the Gene Gray's uh, the Phoenix when it manifests. The it's Phoenix kind Force. Of, the Phoenix Force manifests. They don't. I don't think they never call they it. They don't. Phoenix. Yeah. Oh my God. Their um, skin Whenever cracks. that manifests. Yeah, yeah. The that that's I don't. I was not a fan of that visual oh, quirk. I was like, that's not very subtle. Um, but like when, when the flames and the, the, like the colors started coming in, I was like, Oh, color. Cool. (laughs) I wish that was more, was more of that in this movie because it's, you know, it wants to have it like old school X-Men, but it can't do that sixties era Mm -hmm. style of, you know, just look
2: at least nineties.
1: That's where we are. Yeah. I I got no sense that this was in the nineties also. I mean, I I figured that they would, you know, they ramped it up for all the previous entries. Not this one. Um, the effects, the, the visual effects were just, they felt like they were just kind of put over top existing images. Like they were never, it was never composited with the intent that it was a part of a larger, you know, environment. It's like they shot something, and they're like, all right, slap those images on. I can only think of like, like Storm's lightning when she starts doing it. It looks like it was just, I mean, it, it looks like it, but it, it just feels like you, you just drew lightning bolts on there. There's no sense that this, these lightning bolts are there or that they're sort of just impacting the rest of the thing. It was just a poorly implemented visual effect. And um,
0: there's some rough thing, moments. There definitely there, are some rough moments
1: in the CGI. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is more just like of a camera motif. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really like sort of, I, I noticed this in the earlier parts of the movie, but the camera will just kind of go in and out of focus. Mm-hmm. And they do that a lot, and it really bothered me. It was just like, this is, this is such a stupid. Stop doing that. Stop I love it. <laughs> I, I was like, like, someone's, um, drifting no. in and out of consciousness. No, it and added realism to the film. <laughs> no, it was it was hacky and stupid. But anyways, <laughs> that's my thought. On um, that.
0: Yeah, I, I, there's one partic- there's one scene in particular that I think of immediately when you're talking about like how it's shot and stuff like that and it's a scene that's very prominent in the trailer which the trailer gives away like a very big plot point in this movie by the way um, it's it's a scene where they're confronting Gene in like this uh, neighborhood uh, <laughs> and something very dramatic happens at that point in the movie but it was disturbing
2: um, wait can i well it, w- okay. it was a little graphic okay so that <laughs> but... <laughs> was oddly unsettling that's that whole but, event that happens yeah. and then there's another event that takes place on a staircase that mm-hmm. I'm just like, what am I like? I don't I don't understand if I'm watching oh, an X Men yeah. movie, uh, a, like a comic book movie some, or like a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, some weird body But not horror. even yeah, yeah like was, not even a tasteful horror, horror movie. Like yeah, it was no, that just ah. Was, was yeah, uh, but
0: anyway, <laughs> to go back to that scene, I just the way it's shot and the way it's edited, it's just like. It felt like I don't know like it felt like a high schooler put it together. It was really terrible. <laughs> it really was. That like hurt. I was sitting there yeah. going, what the like what, this is a movie that was what, what 200 million dollar million budget. It's how it's losing so much of that. <laughs> how is how does it look like this? Like it was such a terribly put together and executed scene. I feel scene. like
2: there needs to be a documentary made about this. Well, about <laughs> this fran- like honestly, in a few years, you can years. do
0: it about this franchise in general because this franchise is oh, one of the yeah. weirdest franchises in the world because they have such so high bad. highs, but then yeah. they're so inconsistent. And when they
2: are low, like they are pretty low. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean this, this is, is a not, no, we this is a like, bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they were definitely like going through the motions with this one, but I just don't understand the process of like an entire production going through the motions, but then the studio still like two hundred million dollars. Yeah, like I don't understand how that. Happens.
0: Do you think it happens right. in? Okay, I I know you have more negatives to get to you know, and we'll keep going. I promise. But Sorry, no, do you think it makeup. happens in like? I I mean, I don't know because it seems like it's not just like like, like gave up in the movie on the movie and post. Like this is like, seems like part of this is like the movie that they were trying to make and they wanted to make. But it really seems like they you know they realized that this wasn't gonna go anywhere. It was definitely whoever they just wrote gave this. Up. <laughs> like, I don't know. The dude who wrote this. I definitely this. feel like that's the case. Yeah. That's it's definitely so strange. Fault. Well, you think it's Kinberg's fault? Oh, 100%. I, I mean, the script's not great. Like, no, it's aliens. It's very terrible. Um, but Simon Kinberg... Spoiler alert, by the
1: way. The villains are aliens. So stupid. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Uh, and not even, like, aliens that we know. Literally, faceless, weird aliens that shapeshift into people i don't care about giving that away because no one's going to see this movie
0: <laughs> fair uh, enough all right uh noah what's what, you want to move on to your next set right, of so negatives we're
1: moving on. Uh, next set of negatives characters and mutants so like the x-men series has some beloved and iconic characters my personal favorite i love nightcrawler nightcrawler is like such a cool power such a cool character he's Catholic he's like He's Catholic. That's like, I, I love that about him. I know some people are kind of iffy about the whole Catholic thing because it's kind of, I, I don't know. I almost made a but, um, that. Okay. All right. Don't. <laughs> don't. Please don't. I think I know what direction you're going, but don't. Um, yeah, so Nightcrawler's really cool. I was glad to see him in this movie. I was glad to see him do things, but he's still nothing compared to what we got in like X2 for for Nightcrawler. And um, I mean, Gene Grey, everyone loves Gene Grey. I, it's just it's hard to not compare but do, this movie. Does everybody love Jean Grey? I think I think the people fan. who grew up all right. Comic because, book I mean fans, that's maybe. Fair. <laughs> Comic book fans, people who grew up on like the nineties television. Yeah, stuff, I feel like I'm sure they like Jean Gray. Uh-huh. Um and it's always it's it's so funny how terribly a lot of these characters get adapted. Like we'll get really good ones. And it's it's insane. Like how is this series so inconsistent in both the filmmaking and also in the characters? Like, I mean, it was like, what it was, it was less than 10 years ago when, I mean, it was like, it was like 13 years ago. I think uh, when, whenever X-Men origins came out that they thought that that's what people wanted to see Deadpool as, I, I don't know. That's just yeah, a weird, a weird relationship that Fox has with uh, X-Men and X-Men characters. But in this movie no new interesting mutants um, no i'm sure they existed in the comics at some point but there's well, you know like dreadlock a, guy there's there's, dang it, there, there's honest to god there's a character whose mutant power is i assume his dreadlocks are that are very long he can like whip him, he can whip them around like and it looks like he's like doing some weird dance move like he'll, cuz he'll like he'll literally just swing his head around and and like his te- dreadlocks will reach out and grab them and like strangle people and it's just like it's the dumbest possible power you could imagine. Like I have I have One? no idea. Well, yes. we'll he's talk about he's, this later, he's but...
2: mutant Willow Smith. I wanna talk about even those are the dumb <laughs> I reference. I wanna talk about X Men isms. Right. I feel like we could say that for a different episode, but like I just this movie especially like I felt like it was hitting a checklist of what needs to be in an x men movie a bad x men movie, yeah, not even a bad one, just like everyone i, I mean
1: know? we got like stupid powers we saw that yeah lot of, like x x three um mm-hmm. with the guy who could who's like a porcupine, yeah, and the one who could like um throw oh, I love that one stop <laughs> out of his wrists. I don't know that was weird, yeah. And there's Um, there's just, like, a little bit of everything in everyone. No. Yeah. So
2: I feel like it necessarily Um, was lacking that. This movie was just lacking
1: a soul. It was lacking a lot of, you know, a lot of soul. (laughs) Just keep saying that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and, uh, I mean, we've got, you know, Professor X and Magneto, whose conflict is always, like, one of the most interesting parts. Yeah, that's that's an ism. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely an ism. And it was done so, that was, like, a an amazing highlight i think in the in the first in the Brian Singer well it's not all Brian Singer but in the Brian Singer and then Brett Ratner trilogy um in the mid 2000s that was like easily that never dipped below really really good because you could see you know there was this conflict cuz they're kind of like you know sometimes they're allies sometimes they're enemies and it was just and it always ends per-
2: off good but then in the next movie you pick up and it's terrible
1: yeah yeah well that's i mean you know that's, that's how it goes <laughs> um but in this movie, because they set up, you know, Charles and and um, well, the Charles and Magneto are kind of separated. When they come together, it doesn't really feel like they really got much to argue about. It's like they kind of given up this conflict between the two of them. It's just like like they're not arguing about. They're not really arguing about um, what about mutant rights and about mutants' positions in in the world. They're kind of just angry about this one thing and you know and well this one thing is spoiler related yeah um and it's just kind of like it it felt not important like it was not there was no conflict of ideals it was just kind of like oh please don't do that you know it's so you don't have to do that you know it's just kind of it was dumb um fair yeah. enough <laughs> i thought of another <laughs> ism go oh,
0: no
2: Okay, so during the movie, during any X-Men movie, the amount Mm. of students is kind of like smaller, right? Mm. And then at the end of the movie, they have a packed house somehow of just students. And that's also another ism was waking up and having things strangely be different. Or, like, having people be okay and the school is, like, renamed
1: for some reason. I feel like that's happened multiple times. Yeah. I might that, be that wrong about true. that. But I feel like the school is constantly general, renamed. I think, in general, passing out and waking up in the X-Mansion is, like, a thing that happens really, <laughs> To really find, really like, quickly. the entire student body, like,
2: went up 50%. Yeah,
1: or, like, hiding from the student body, like, oh, shoot, what's going on here? I, that was in, like, the first X-Men movie. And, yeah, that's that's weird. Um <laughs> Yeah, all right, so my I yeah. guess that's all I got for this next point. Yeah, I mean, we all talked ab- we briefly talked about the villain. There's literally nothing to say about the villain. They have Millions. no no quantifiable or attainable um, uh, beliefs or goals or just anything that like connects it's, it's it's it feels intentionally vague. It feels intentionally vague what these villains want um, because they kind of sort of allude to it towards the yeah. end. And even most of the main characters will never figure out what it is the villain wants, more or less. It's kind of just like, oh, well, we shouldn't let them win because, well, I don't know why. I mean, it probably wouldn't be good if they won. We don't know what they can do, but we should You know what I just do.
2: realized? What? Go. I no. don't fully remember the ending to this movie. Like, I remember I... the final, like, closing scene, but I don't remember what resolved that. I mean, by that point, I didn't yeah. care, so, like, maybe that's part of
0: the problem. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and it's a shame with the villain. It's a real shame because, like, you had Jessica Chastain. Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> How did you make Jessica Chastain boring? Uh, anyway.
1: Understandable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's so funny because, like, it's they, – they even – okay, so we we mentioned the villains. They shapeshift. Yeah. Um, this isn't much of a spoiler, but it's not like, – it's, it's even funnier because it's, like, it's not even important that it's Jessica Chastain. It's literally – these alien shapeshifters landed on a it, like in the backyard of like this rich family, and the mother or the wife of that family is Jessica Chastain, yes. and she's the first person. Yeah. Like it doesn't even matter that it's her, and they speak in like a perfectly monotone voice. Yeah, that is it's probably the easiest role, she's ever had, mm-hmm. which is you know not saying much because she's such a fantastic actress. Um, it's, it's just.
2: Shout out to oh Grab Bag. We talked about how terrible I am at actors. When Jessica St- <laughs> Chastain came on screen, Curly just goes, It's a Jessica Chastain. I'm like, Who's Jessica Chastain? I still <laughs> don't fully know who she is. Oh my gosh. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I forget her name pretty frequently, though. I mean, yeah.
2: Know. Now, all I am going to know for the rest of time, if anyone says Jessica Chastain, you know I'm going to remember x-men dark all right (laughs) um okay there's while
0: we're still on this kind of uh we're still on the characters and stuff like that there's a couple more like performances and stuff i want to talk i mean i was i always have pushed back against the just in general the jennifer lawrence hate uh but in the last movie she kind of was just like even i was like all right she's checked out of this franchise um and that continues in this movie just jennifer lawrence is checked out of this franchise she does not care Um, she's really not giving any effort. Uh, Sophie Turner is fine. Mm -hmm. We don't mean, I don't think, have we even brought her up really at all? Not really? I, no, no. no. (laughs) I mean, she's like the title character, kind of. Um, I'm (laughs) sorry, Sophie. Yeah. (laughs) Look, it's not, it's not her best work. I feel (laughs) like, I don't know why.
2: I don't know what it is about it. And I no like facts to back this up, but I don't know. I just feel like Sophie Turner and Jessica Lawrence would just hate each other jennifer lawrence Jenner- jennifer stuff. lawrence i feel like they just hate each other um, <laughs> they're just so like monotone and don't care sometimes yeah
0: sometimes okay just stop let's calm down with the jennifer lawrence hate uh but she's not gonna do this movie <laughs> um
1: <laughs> no, i think i i feel like it i feel bad for her because she really like she it kind of exploded in terms of popularity and mm-hmm. she signed on to so many franchises that she was she's been in like you know it's been like ten movies in the past yeah. ten years and it's like it's gotta have burned around at some point. And also in like critically acclaimed movies. So yeah, it's 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 no wonder that she's just like I really don't care about. Well, oh
0: yeah, definitely. And it, but it's it's just it's so painfully obvious. It's like please give some effort. Like you just want to like you're you're kicking this dead thing and you're like move please. please. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like when you're That's watching. What the director was yeah. Honestly, like it's just it was. There's Dude, a scene early me. in the movie where she's talking to uh, Xavier, and this is not James McAvoy's best performance by any means. He is fine in this movie at best. But he is acting circles around her in this conversation. Like, she is just standing there, existing in the scene. That is it.
2: It's so just, uh, it's so disappointing. You can tell, though, that she just doesn't even, like, put up with putting on the blue makeup anymore. <laughs> and they, it's yeah. gone so
0: downhill since the first time she did it. I, I'm
1: pretty sure she's, like, she. It, the only time that I think she's in it is, like, in the opening scene. And then you just, like, watch her yeah. and just change back into a normal... And it's, like, it's not even motivated. She's just, like... I Like, I thought she was cool with being blue. blue. You know, blue well, yeah, that but was but a whole I, plot
0: I, point before, yeah. Um, I, uh, I forgot about that. And then uh, the other performance that I actually kind of liked, but I don't think the storyline works, is uh, Nicholas Holt's performance uh, as Hank McCoy or Beast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked his performance, but they're they they they're doing this whole romance thing between the two of them. And, like, there's... there's again, Jennifer Lawrence isn't trying in this movie, so that doesn't help. Um, <laughs> but there's just not much chemistry there, so it doesn't work within the construct of this movie. And then if you look at it within the construct of, like, the franchise as a whole, like, I don't really buy it in that sense either. And that's, like, honestly one of the bigger problems with this movie is, like, does it work as its own standalone thing? No. Does it work... W- you know, given the context the of the other movies. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't. So, And that's why it's so frustrating because it doesn't work on either front. Like, at least bad MCU movies, or not even bad, because I don't know if they've had a truly terrible MCU movie, but the worst MCU movies at least kind of work within the construct of the MCU. Like, they're still like, well, it's an MCU movie. Like, it's one of the lower ones, but it's, it's fine in that sense. But this... Not so much. Uh, but yeah, do, do you want to get to the, I mean, you said we already kind of talked about it, right? The last section.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we, we, you mean action? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We brought it up at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I mean, I don't care. There are like three action sequences, maybe four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Four action sequences. And I mean, I'm going to tell you what they are. They are on a train. Yeah. That is going to... An unknown unknown location. So there's not much tension there. Yeah, um, uh, I think it was a, a mutant internment camp or something. They didn't say that, but okay. that was like slightly whatever. mentioned.
2: Yeah, Even though, I feel like train, we already dealt with that.
1: <laughs> it was, whatever. It was on a train in like a, a mildly populated uh, city street, mm-hmm. um, a suburban town somewhere in the Midwest. I think I don't know, um, and. Uh,
0: I mean, the opening sequence is kind of, okay. I mean, not really. Yeah,
1: it, kind of. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no, nothing they're fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no. in all of those scenes, it's just, it. it I mean, it's like, I, I don't even understand. Like, what was, is there's, there's very little in terms of interesting, like, set pieces?
0: I kind of um, like the train one. I know, like, we just, I think we fundamentally disagree, <laughs> but I, I don't mind the train one. I think it's. Uh, I guess it's it, okay. It feels very video gamey because it's just like you're, you know, yeah. you're going from one, one car to the next car to the That's next right. car. Like it's like sure, uh, but I, I was entertained by it. Like I, you know, yes, there's not much tension involved, um, and it ends in a very like okay, sure like way. But I don't know. Yeah. Like I thought it was an entertaining enough watching. There were some. I, I, do think that there's some cool uses of the powers in that scene as
1: well. Um, eh. It's fine. <laughs> I suppose. But comparing it to I mean like X-Men Apocalypse which was much more of a like a climactic it yeah. would felt like the climactic final battle of um of the series. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know what was the final battle in that. It was in like a a stormy was, was it it was in Egypt? Was it in Egypt? It was like in where? It was in like a, the, the final of battle Apocalypse? of Apocalypse. Yeah. It was like yeah, Egypt, there was like a Africa, pyramid. Yeah, it was vicinity yeah um and like all of the x-men were there and they were fighting these big mutants um that were like powered up by apocalypse and it felt like you know it felt kind of big and exciting and you know there were there was like a tiny bit of uh, doubt that they might make it out but in this it's like they're fighting what are essentially zombies which is you know, they're just zombies that don't even I mean, they're just like normal people that you don't really know how strong they are because it doesn't really tell you what their powers are. You just know they can't be hurt because they'll just regenerate. I
0: the the, the alien
1: powers are very all over the place in this movie. Yeah. Very like, inconsistent.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um and uh it, it's just kind of like what are these people, you know, yeah. it's just kind of like if you took you know, you're you unloaded your toy set and just kind of smashed these two your, your your comic book action figures together. You would get the same effect as you would with this. I mean, there's no reason it doesn't feel like any reason for them to be fighting. I mean, any big like moral conflict, because it's literally just the aliens want this thing and they don't want to give it to them. Yeah. And that's kind of it as opposed to, well. There's always a bigger message in in X-Men movies, I feel like.
0: definitely. All right, well, I think we've said all we need to say about this
1: movie, (laughs) maybe even a little bit more than we need to say. I mean, I just, I gotta, like, this is so, it The Last Stand is so much better than this movie. I haven't seen The Last Stand in so
0: long. Like, that was, I was having this conversation with somebody, they're asking me, like, if it's the worst X-Men movie, and if we're not counting X-Men Origins as, like, an X-Men movie, but it says X-Men in the title... Then I say yes, but if we're counting X-Men Origins, X-Men Origins still worse. Um, and then they're like, what about The Last Stand? And I was like, I, honestly, I've seen that movie. I've seen it a decent amount of times, but I haven't seen it in years. So I honestly don't remember much. So <laughs> I can't really speak to it I mean, too well. At least but.
1: with that movie, you've got Ian McKellen. You've Fair. got Patrick Stewart for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, there's some fun moments. Like yeah. like Ian McKellen literally or Magneto lifts up the Golden Gate Bridge, <laughs> with his like that that's big. There's Dude. nothing like that in this movie. I mean, even in like two movies ago, we had Magneto pick up a stadium. I mean, again, Magneto pick up like a a, a foot or like shoot, it's basketball, not basketball. Jeez, baseball, <laughs> yeah, baseball stadium or whatever, and drop it around the White House. Yeah, thing, like that's big stuff. Nothing. Anywhere near as big as that come, comes close to this movie. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's just all really boring, lifeless. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, Rip. It's just a massive drop in scale.
0: Yeah, which makes you wonder where did the budget go for this movie? <laughs> I'm like, what did they spend two hundred
1: million dollars on? I don't know. It couldn't um, have been, like, the actors, because I, I don't know. I, I don't think that those are particularly expensive actors. I mean, I'm... There's not one big actor that just absorbed a whole budget. Jennifer Lawrence.
0: But, I mean, there, well, Jennifer Lawrence does. Jesus. I mean, but it feels like she probably signed that contract a long time. But she was at the height of her was, powers
2: at that was point. Was James McAvoy already bald from Glass? Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't and that know. feels like a convenience. Is, is he bald now? I, I don't know. Are bald? you bald? <laughs> um,
0: yeah. All right. Moving on. Let's rate this movie and move on out of here. Or move on to uh Secret Love of Pets too. Um I thought
2: you said Secret Love of Pets. Secret Love
0: of Pets, yeah, that's definitely what it is. Um should I start with Enrique just to make him scared? No. I don't know.
1: You Do should stop <laughs> yawning into the mic.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah, for punishment you're starting with ratings. Oh, um uh,
2: Uh, what's this out of, like, 10? You don't know how it works. All right. Okay, so... (laughs) 2.4. 2.4. All right. No. what about you?
1: I... I thought about this. This is a zero. This is a zero. No way. way. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I would watch You're like Ozzy right now. <laughs> I would watch every single X-Men movie before this multiple times before I even consider watching this movie again. <laughs> like there is absolutely I cannot think of a single the one like thing like I was I was laughing deliriously towards the end at how like shockingly bad it is. Um <laughs> the, kid, the the mutant with the braids that was like the one thing that I liked, and that opening scene, so I, maybe not as maybe as zero point five, but this is by the worst I've reviewed on this podcast. And Holy crap! Worst movie I've seen in in years, at least in the theaters. Oh god. <laughs> um.
0: Ooh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um. Yikes. I'm gonna give this movie. Uh. Man. <sighs> Yeah, I'm always tempted to be a little too kind, but I'm, I'm giving it a 2.5. Uh, I, yeah, it's it's the worst X-Men movie aside from the disaster that we know no. as X-Men Origins. No. no, this
1: is worse than Origins. No way. That it is, is such a, it is. no way. It's, at least X-Men Origins has Hugh Jackman, and I can't not like Hugh Jackman. You know?
0: that's, no. X-Men Origins X-Men has like Origins. one good portion and that's the very beginning of the has, movie.
1: And it has Ryan Reynolds in the beginning.
0: Yeah, that, which, the beginning is like the only good thing about the movie. Yeah, that's fun. Oh,
1: it has yeah. like a, 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 a... X-Men is it worse than X-Men Origins. <sighs> it's, it is. It has to.
0: I know yeah maybe yeah, depending on how long this episode ends up being, maybe we uh spend some time ranking the x men movies, <laughs> I don't know, um or at some point we will, but yeah i i'm I don't think it's the worst, but it's it's definitely it's a contender, I will grant you that it is in that conversation, um yeah, i. What a disaster. Uh, Simon Kinberg, uh, you are a great producer, but a bad writer. Sure? Uh, he's a good producer. Look at his list oh. of credits as a producer. He's a good producer. His, when he writes movies, it uh, doesn't end well. <laughs> um, yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, yikes. All right. Let's move on to the Secret Life of Pets 2. Well, Enrique stepped out, but now it's time for this review and... Noah, I know this is not a movie you're necessarily uh, interested in or we're having any plans on seeing. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> did you see the first was. one? No. Yeah, I figured. Okay, so <laughs> I did see the first one uh, We because we reviewed it on this podcast, I believe. Yeah, we did because I remember this This came out, I think, was it the same year as Finding Dory? I think it was. Oh, I want to say, yeah, it was twice. Yeah, well. so the <laughs> funny thing is, uh, it was. It became this thing on the podcast where like Ozzie and a couple other people were like making fun of me because I kept complaining that all of these movies ended the exact same with animals driving cars, and it drove me insane. I was like, "This is ridiculous! Stop!" <laughs> and going into this movie, um, the one thing I was like, I, I was I, I, the one thing I said was. As long as this movie doesn't have a freaking animal driving a freaking car, then we will be in a good place. And um, I'm sad to report we were not in a good place. It had an ah. animal driving a car. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Secret Life of Pets 2 is... Um, I mean, it's fine. I, I The thing is, like, obviously this is a kid's movie, so, you know, you always have to, like, kind of, you know take my review with a grain of salt because it's not necessarily targeted at me but at the same time mm. at the same time like we've seen some very successful quote unquote kids movies that are able to uh, connect with adult audiences as well so I don't think it's an unreasonable thing to ask that this movie uh, is entertaining for me as well as my little sister who, who I took to this movie um, that being said Let's uh talk about it. the positives I think uh, i I think the our our lead character is entertaining enough and this and even i I would just say the characters in general i I think um Kevin Hart's character is really he he's the he's involved in the most ridiculous storyline by far <laughs> but. It is, uh, he is, he himself is an entertaining character, and obviously Kevin Hart gives an entertaining voice performance. Um, and I, I just really enjoyed most of the characters in this movie. Obviously, you're going to have some super annoying uh, characters in a kid's movie, but that is fine. Um, the important thing to note with this movie is that there's like, it feels a little bit like there's two movies crammed into one Because there's a bunch of storylines in this movie, and they don't necessarily connect as cleanly as I would like them to. Um, And then also, it's hard when one of the storylines is clearly better and more entertaining and better written than the rest of them. (laughs) So it makes the other ones not look so good, and and it makes them seem a lot worse than they probably are, because by comparison to the other storyline... It's just not as good um so basically what this what kind of happens in this movie I obviously I won't go into too much detail but there's uh our our lead dog <laughs> uh, played by <laughs> played by uh Pat Oswald he um. He they th- His family gets a kid, and he slowly starts to become really attached to this kid, and then the kid starts growing up, and when kids are toddlers, they start doing things that could be considered dangerous, so he gets a little bit stressed out about this, and they go away on a family vacation, and he, via uh, meeting Harrison Ford's uh, character, <laughs> kind of, uh, he starts to, I don't know, I don't know how to word it. He starts to learn to ex- not be so nervous and caught up in his fear and all of this, right? Mm-hmm. And that was by far the most entertaining storyline in the movie because I Harrison Ford gives a really good voice performance. Uh, he's basically just Harrison Ford but a dog, but at the same <laughs> time, it's like Harrison Ford is, uh, I don't know, he's an entertaining personality, so it kind of it worked well enough for me. Yeah, um, Harrison Ford dog. Yeah, it's just it's he has kind of the same person that, like he's very grumpy and very like you know, like oh this is so stupid like and it kind <laughs> of like you buy that because that's kind of how Harrison Ford is in real life from what I gather. Yeah, so it that made sense to me. Um, so I I just that storyline it had the most uh, meat there in terms of what the movie is trying to say. So it actually, like, I, I just think that that's by far the most well-rounded storyline. The other storylines in the movie are uh, this female dog who is, like, best friends with Patton Oswald's character. And he, she loses something and she has to pretend to be a cat to get it back. And it's, like, it's fine. Uh, there are some. That's probably the most humorous storyline. I think there was some good uh, funny bits in that. Uh, involving cats, but maybe that's just because I hate cats, so anything that's making fun of cats is great. Um, oh. <laughs> cats suck. Um, but, so that that's fine, but the Kevin Hart storyline, I have to talk about this. Uh, so, basically, Kevin Hart, uh, his character is a bunny rabbit, and he is pretending to be a superhero, essentially. Uh, because his owner, the, or the kid of the f- family that he belongs to, basically dresses him up as a superhero. So he just thinks he, he's a superhero. And it's... Th- a dog shows up and it's like, I was on an airplane and there was this circus uh, that, that was flying in. And there's a tiger that they're abusing and blah, blah, blah. And basically him and this little dog go off to save a tiger.
1: I don't know, I feel like you just had an acid trip instead of seeing a movie. Before. It's like, it's it's
0: in a completely different movie. And the annoying part and the, the part that bothered me the most is like, that's where the, this is the storyline they decide to go with the climax of the movie with. And it's like, really? Like, this is where we're going to end up? Like, not the, like, actual meaningful storyline or the actual funny storyline. Like, we're going to go with the over-the-top storyline where Kevin Hart's bunny is... A superhero. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It um, sounds
1: like um, <laughs> you're describing the structure of this movie as if it was if it was like engineered to be solely like like to make it so that kids don't get bored. Like they did three storylines yeah. that don't seem to be connected solely because uh, that it, it's easier for kids. Exactly. To pay if it's constantly changing stories. It's exactly. Like adults <laughs> and having just one movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh,
0: this movie is I mean, I think I, I wasn't a fan, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one, I think that the first one was kind of like, ugh, like I, don't, I don't know, it was really just the whole thing was kind of annoying to me whereas this one, at least there's like a storyline in it that I could attach myself to <laughs> so like I, I guess I kind of like it better than the first one, but it's just super disappointing that they just went down like the silliness route that the first one kind of did as well, and this is how we ended it, and it's really, eh, I don't know. It, it was fine. It's just, you know, I, I, I think parents won't want to shoot, theirself, shoot themselves when they're taking to the, see their kids to see this movie, but, you know, it's not one that you're going to necessarily come out and be like, oh, wow, that was actually pretty good. Um, it's, it's not. You're, you're going to roll your eyes through half the movie, and but I, that's kind of the pill you have to swallow as someone who's taking a kid to see this movie. Uh, for what yeah, it's worth, yeah. worth, my sister seemed to like it. Uh, she didn't, like, love <laughs> it or anything, <laughs> but she liked it. Um, so, yeah.
1: It's Illumination, right? Like, yes, Illumination. The people who make the Minions. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, that's the bar we're working
0: Well, at. yeah, I guess it's a step up from Minions, but <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, for what my rating is worth for this movie, I, I guess I'm giving it a 5.8. Like, it's very, eh. like, it's sure, it's fine. I don't know. Uh, that's what yeah. I got. Um, oh, Tiffany Haddish is in this movie, so that's cool, I guess, if you like Tiffany Haddish. But it's weird seeing, or hearing Tiffany Haddish's voice and not hearing her saying uh, dirty jokes. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to take that sometimes. Um, but anyway. All right. Well, we got plenty of time here, Noah. So yeah. you want to talk about these X-Men movies?
1: Um, yeah. Uh <laughs>
0: You, you, have you? You haven't seen all of them, correct? You've only, or you've seen every seen, for except Apocalypse, right?
1: I've seen all of them except for Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think most of them in the theater too. Like I, yeah. you know, big fan of the X Men. Yeah.
0: I, I've, soul, I've seen all these movies, and um, I think to just to talk about this series as a whole because we kind of we mostly focused on um, the newest one when we were talking about it, but this franchise. I think people underrate its actual importance because this – this, the first one came out in 2000.
1: 2000.
0: 2000, the year 2000, which is insane because that yeah. was like – we're eight years before Iron Man at that point. We are – Two
1: years before Spider-Man.
0: Two, two years before Spider-Man. This is the movie that gets it kicked off. Now, I know there's going to be some – people coming at me for that comment because they'll be like, well, what about Blade? Blade's its own yep. entity. <laughs> <laughs> like, Blade is its own yep. thing, and I'm not disrespecting Blade on any level. Blade is important in its own right. But yeah. this gets... This kind of puts the superhero genre into a new uh, area. Where Whereas yeah. Blade is a rated R, it's kind of isolated. Um, yeah, Blade and, isn't yeah.
1: really a comic book movie. It's exactly. just kind of a movie that is based on a comic book character. Yes. Like, X-Men is a That is, comic book fans were excited for X-Men. Yes. who showed up. Um,
0: And it's actually really good. Now, you might... uh, Enrique is very famous. I wish he was still here for this conversation. But Enrique uh, famously thinks that it's very, very dated. And he kind of cringes at some of the things that they do. And I think that's fair. But (laughs) in in terms of uh, just its quality, I think it's... It's impressive that that's the first real superhero movie that we got of this, like, era of superhero movies, so... um, Yeah, so I I just think this franchise, for all of its flaws, it it deserves some credit in that sense, that it did get us kicked off, Um, so... Yeah, um, let's. I don't know. Well, I can. Well, we obviously we talked about it earlier. We can't agree on what's the worst one, correct? I
1: don't. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, I mean, it doesn't seem like it.
1: It's, uh, I, I think it's pretty hands down. Honestly, like like I can think of stuff about X Men Origins that yeah. I enjoyed. I, I can. I mean, I like the guy who I like Wraith. Do you remember Wraith? Um, the do, teleporting black guy. Oh uh, like yeah,
0: yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the blob. <laughs> sure. Come on, the blob. Oh yeah, the vlog, totally, real like entertaining. Blob. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was a, a Gambit oh, was in. No, <laughs> no, no, no. All right, well, okay. Can we agree that those are the bottom two?
1: Okay, those are definitely the bottom two. Yeah, you, know,
0: you can. We can put them in. What I would put uh, Origins below it. Um, you obviously wouldn't, and that's fine. Yeah. So we 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 are going to di- uh, differ there. Um,
1: I would say Origins gets. I mean, it gets points for me because it's kind of nostalgic. Like yeah, I saw it when I was a kid, and I was stupid, and I didn't really like. I was just like, "Oh, Fair. cool, Wolverine!" <laughs> yeah, like that was at that point where I just didn't really know what good movies were. Yeah, I feel like that lots of kids go through that, and they just kind of never really.
0: Honestly, my back. my most uh, striking memory from that movie, and I'm I'm not I'm not making this up, I swear, is that that might be the first time I remember looking at the first time I see it, looking at it and going, "That is terrible CGI." That might be my first memory. And, and it's the scene in the freaking bathroom when well, he's got this claws, and it's just like that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: Like it was so terrible, it uh, went right over my head. I never thought about that.
0: <laughs> it's, it, 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 I think it was the first time I, I actively was thinking about it, going, What the heck is happening? <laughs> this looks terrible. Um, yep. but yeah, okay, so after those two, then what what's the next uh, highest? Um, I, I guess, do we have to go up? I mean, you haven't seen Apocalypse, but I guess Not you kind so, of have but. to go
1: Apocalypse. Uh, maybe, I, or you could say The Last Stand. I haven't seen The La- Last Stand. Yeah. Apocalypse. I think uh, The Last Stand has lots of great moments, mm-hmm. and I feel like Apocalypse. You know, it's it's easier to get things right when you're in this age of like yeah comic characters. Like they throw a lot of stuff at the wall in terms with X Men Apocalypse. From what I've seen, mm-hmm. like they've got. I mean they introduce apocalypse. They've got Storm, Angel, and I guess Archangel too. Um, yeah. And all these different all this different stuff. I so it's like they tried.
0: Yeah. Which is ruining. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd probably go last stand um is worse than apocalypse. So I yeah, I'd go yeah, I, I would say Last Stand is probably the third worst, and then Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I, me and Ozzy. That's a fun fact. I, I think we say this fun fact a lot, but it, Apocalypse is the first movie we ever reviewed on this podcast. Actually, um, and we were both like pretty middle of the road on it. We thought it was fine, and that's still how I feel about the movie. Like it's not the worst thing in the world. Like it's a very passable superhero movie um it's just not gotten doesn't have too much (laughs) that stands out about it and there are some rough moments but there is every like i said with dark phoenix everything to do with magneto and michael fassbender is great but Mm -hmm. that's especially true in apocalypse he is by far the he almost like it almost feels like it's in a different movie the stuff that you know with him uh he has, like, a, a wife and a kid who he's, like, off with. Yeah. And, like, it's it's crazy. Like, that stuff yeah. is all really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's kind of what I would say about that. Um, yeah. All right, now we're getting into, say, like, okay territory here. <laughs> like, yeah. we're fully in quick, okay. Before we, yeah.
1: Before we continue, this is, on, I mean, we can rank them, but this is also just a retrospective on the X-Men series as we yeah. know it. Yeah, like, definitely. You know, this is, yeah, this, it's over. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're done. Yeah, whatever Marvel does with the next, you know, uh,
0: yeah. and or Disney. And what? How do you feel about that? By the way, sidebar here. How do you feel about most likely them joining the MCU? Are you in on that?
1: I'm, I'm in on it because, well, I mean, I have we. I, it's a total mystery what where the MCU is going at this That's point. That's true. You know? um, it'll be kind of weird, I think, because like the X Men series is such a, it's such a like, I, I, you can't. I, I mean, we've we've talked about how much of it is not quality, like, um, but and and how much of it is so good. But it's like, at a certain point, you kind of like that. You're like, oh, you know, there's some really good highs, and there's also some, some stupid lows. It's like that lovable, dumb, yeah, yeah, friend that you kind of keep around and to to entertain you or something like that. Not that I have one of those, but you know, it's hypothetical. Yeah. Um. So it'll just kind of it'll be it'll be odd. I yeah, think Absolutely. I um, swear sure uh, if they did the Phoenix, Phoenix Saga. <laughs> they <laughs> will. They'll no. get to it eventually, I'm sure. No, I know they will. Um,
0: right. I'm of the very unpopular opinion that I prefer my X-Men separate from everything else. I think X-Men as an idea and mutants as an idea works best when it's independent of all the other craziness happening in That's a Marvel superhero universe. Um, it gets very convoluted when you start talking about, well... Uh, you know the idea of mutants and what what mutants is all about is like it's an allegory right and Mm -hmm. so now you're saying like oh mutants are hated but then Mm -hmm. we don't hate captain america why because he (laughs) got his powers via this way and he wasn't born with them okay well and then you look at like a spider-man type character well how do they know that he wasn't born with his powers, like, it's just, it, it gets really convoluted, and I think they yeah. work best independent of each other, um, but I'm, that's a very unpopular opinion, and I'm sure Marvel will figure out a way to mesh them together. Um, well,
1: I'll tell you, they already have. It's uh, it's another universe. Yeah, that's, exactly, <laughs> that's exactly. In a different universe, and and at some point they'll cross over, and they'll be, yeah. I could very easily see that.
0: They're, I think they're good yeah. the trailer of uh, of Far From Home is telling us that they are yeah. very much setting up a multiverse situation. So yeah. um all right. all right, let's move on to okay. the middle of the pack movies. Um, yeah.
1: um is the Wolverine well, the say clear say, choice here? Yeah, Wolverine's pretty you know, I think that's like it's a the definition, definition of middle of the road. <laughs> it's literally yeah, like it's not terrible, it's not bad. I thought it was weird like the um one thing one weird thing about the wolverine uh it came out in 2013 Mm -hmm. at a point where like this was something like i was still kind of a well i mean i was 15 but like um this is when we learned that ultron was going to be the bad guy in the avengers movie and so when they start setting up all this adamantium stuff and like this guy shows up with like an adamantium suit of armor Mm -hmm. i was like Ultra? Is that... i was like i was being really stupid wow. like are they, are they are they is he is he come... and, was, and that, that thought went through my head and i was like oh and then on the way home i looked it up and it's like silver samurai who's that why did they pick that character oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, man
0: uh, i the the weird thing about the wolverine is that i love like, the first two-thirds of the movie. Oh, yeah. And then okay. it gets, like, that last chunk, and you're just like, oh, okay, this is the direction we're going? Sure. <laughs> it's fine. Um, that
2: was an odd movie.
0: Yeah, but... yeah. Uh, because, like, parts of it are awesome and really cool. Oh, yeah. uh, like, like the, I mean, uh, even... Bullet train. Yeah, scene. yeah, that's, oh, that's great. Um, And then um, the w- when he protects that one guy from, like, a nuclear explode, like, that's insane oh, yeah. when you see that. You're just yeah. like whoa
1: that is crazy That's so cool. yeah, yeah exactly um Wolverine's the man yeah uh, <laughs>
0: you want and want, talking about uh first time uh thoughts happening in a movie this is the first time that I was like man uh pg-13 really kind of is weird for Wolverine because yeah. <laughs> and you, as awesome as that train sequence is there is yeah. zero blood in that sequence at all. <laughs> it just—it's yeah. really weird when you're watching it, um, especially when you notice it, because then you keep noticing it and you can't stop. Uh, that yeah. he is slashing people like across the face, fl- the face, and like no blood Why whatsoever. Don't they bleed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, I think that's yeah. the first time I actively noticed that in the movie as well. Um, but yeah. yeah, all right. Uh, I think this is where we might differ um, once we yes, get into so these
1: because. Uh, are we counting the Deadpool movies? I think. I mean, the Deadpool movies. There's nothing wrong with them, but you, they're they're like it's difficult to consider them X Men movies just because they're so. You know, they take the piss out of yeah. out of the X Men series in general. So, I mean, I think we can say that those are they can safely say that those are some of the best. You know, some of the better X Men movies. You know, in the franchise, I think. but ranking them alongside well are you talking about deadpool 2 or deadpool
0: Uh, i i mean deadpool 2 definitely i would not put in that category uh deadpool is sure like i would i'm not gonna like fight on it too hard but at the same time those just aren't my thing at all so like if i'm being (laughs) if i'm taking my personal opinion into this then i would put like deadpool 2 and deadpool Around that area, along with right First here, Class, right, right. who I'm not very high on as well. Like they're all like right. they're they're good, sure, um, but they're not like my favorites or anything. So I, I would put right. those kind of in that area as well. Um, right. But I I, that, I'll let you know where I put them. Yeah, exactly. Like I, that, that's where I figured we would start to differ because I have uh, unpopular opinions about uh, Deadpool, especially. Um, like I said, I think Deadpool is a good movie. Uh, it's just like my my whole thing with it was that like it basically was like trying to or it was like feigning being different quote-unquote than a super your regular superhero movie but at the same time it had the most basic superhero movie story ever <laughs> like it was just like the most generic superhero movie story the, the most generic origin type thing and it's just like Okay, like, but then it's like, oh, look how cool and unique we are. And it's like, are you really, <laughs> though? Like, not yeah. really. Like, sure, you're making fun of it. Like, okay, fine. But that, that was my whole thing with Deadpool. But Deadpool 2, I, I'm definitely, I was a little lower on Deadpool 2 than Deadpool, and I'm not the highest on Deadpool, so. Um, I don't
1: know. Yeah. I, I think I think Deadpool 2 is probably, I, I would enjoy Deadpool 2 a bit better than Deadpool. Oh, really? Just cause Interesting. Got, yeah, I mean, I think the, um the action scenes are a bit better. Yeah. that's Um, fair. and, uh, the characters they introduce to kind of pull the spotlight away from Deadpool a little bit. Like, um, like, uh, uh Domino is really good. Obviously, uh, Josh Brolin as cable is also really good. Yeah, like I agree those two characters, because Deadpool by himself gets really annoying. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, fair. it's, uh, you know, so when you introduce these kind of like a little bit, slightly more grounded characters, yeah. um, you know, I, th- I think that 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 evens it out for me. So I put Deadpool to a bit higher than. Deadpool.
0: Sure, fair. Um, what about first class? Where are you on that? Are you is is that one of your higher ones?
1: I think first class might be um, if I were to pick not the best, but my personal favorite. Ooh. First class is definitely up there. Interesting. I really, I remember. I first class, I think, was one of the. Or I think I I probably saw origins in theaters but i remember seeing x-men first class with like my whole family mm-hmm. and that was a that was a really cool movie i love the the soundtrack to that movie is awesome there's <laughs> specific scenes and um, i have two of the songs in like my uh, best uh, soundtracks playlist as the scene where he pulls the sub out of the water yeah and the scene um where magneto kills those guys in argentina mm-hmm. like those two scenes with that music are awesome yeah um,
0: yeah. The, the thing I appreciate about first class is, uh, you know, I've talked about Fast a lot, but the Fast and McAvoy dynamic, I think, works really well. And you know, they, they did they did really nail it and nail that casting in the that that original group of movies, the first three. And to see them be able to not only match it, but in my opinion, you know, go beyond that. Like I think they might even be better. Uh, is and that's crazy and that's what i appreciate about that is that we got introduced to those um or to those two actors in these roles so i, I really like that um and then jennifer lawrence was still trying at this point so that, that's oh, yeah. nice
1: <laughs> um, and it's definitely it's it's a lot nicer to see kind of like a bright-eyed uh fun mystique like yeah earlier bits she's very you know she's very she's really cute and she's kind of like oh hey we should call you professor x and yeah. you magneto which is like a little bit on the nose for the audience but like okay all right and
0: and her transition did like i think it kind of made sense like you buy where she's at mentally
1: at the end of this movie um (laughs) so it's uh it's great that mystique's character arc lined up with how much the actor actually cared like you know she's like (laughs) she's here for it in x-men first class she starts to get a little bit annoyed in Days of Future Past and like <laughs> and like and follows Mystique's actual character, which is yeah. really funny.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, I mean, I've kind of put what I would put in this area is what are you putting in this, like, good-ish
1: area? Um, I think I'd probably couple... Uh, I think, you know, in, in terms of quality, I'd couple X-Men First Class mm-hmm. and X-Men... And the original X Men sort of those together okay. in terms of like interesting actual quality, like the nostalgia factor and stuff. But I think I definitely think First Class is a little I, the way it ends is kind of odd to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of just forces them apart, and I don't know. But I, I'd put uh, I'd put those two kind of you know I think they're pretty similar in terms of interesting okay
0: see i you know once we get beyond this point this is where i would put both of the first two in here i i would put i I think x2 is i am more nostalgia for the first x-men movie but i would i think x2 is a better movie um so i i would put x2 and uh, x-men in this next area as well um Mm -hmm. And then, to me, the top two are pretty obvious. It's just a matter of the order. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could, we've we already kind of talked about the first two, but we can get into them if you want, or we can just move on
1: to what mm-hmm. we both know are the best. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess, uh, okay, well, I haven't really placed uh, X2, sure. but it's it. like, I think, you know, it's undisputed. X2, Days of Future Past, and Logan. Those yes. are you yes. know, those are the best X Men movies. Yes,
0: um, I I think that's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. um, I I would say X Men the first the first the first one is pretty close to X Two. Like I I might even group all four of them together, um, but I I think we're just kind of splitting hairs at that point. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, X Two though I that that movie is so good. Like honestly, oh, like the the oh, fact yeah. that they were able to juggle all this like stuff with Stryker and then also keep some of the drama with like the X Men characters themselves. It's just I think it works really well, um, especially given that we are getting into some kind of uh, unique storytelling work because he doesn't know his past and he's kind of discovering this as we go along, right? Mm-hmm. And that's. I, I, I like how they kind of executed that. I I think it made yeah. a lot of sense.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't, and I don't also, know. And also at at a time where the audience didn't might not also know what uh, Wolverine's origins exactly. were. Exactly. Like, you know, the average audience member was like, Ooh, what's this Weapon X thing? But now yeah. it's like everybody knows how Or how at least it powers. feels like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's true, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've had like four movies talking <laughs> about the same thing.
0: Well, yeah. Um, and they've they always slightly change it because the continuity means nothing in this franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen by the way, uh, again, random sidebar. Have you seen that uh, meme going around of like um Magneto's age throughout this franchise? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I see that every (laughs) single time a new one comes out. So hilarious.
0: It's like, especially now, because this newest one's set in 92. (laughs) So it's like, in eight years, this man ages like... (laughs) Age. It's yeah. like, but the, the, that's the thing that, uh, another, like, thing that kind of annoyed me about uh, Dark Phoenix, it's like, they didn't even bother to age these people, like, at all. Yeah. Like, it's like, really? Like, come on, dude. Uh, the first movie, <laughs> yeah. the um, First Class is set in 62. 62! 62.
1: 1962! <laughs> like, <1962. and> <laughs> 30 looks, years, and he doesn't look any different. It's like, what?
0: And then, Gosh. and then because we keep showing his backstory, too, like, you know, even in the first, which also, another really unique thing about the first X-Men is that they open with Magneto's backstory, mm, which is yeah. fascinating, uh-huh. and also that really dark good, and though. serious, because, yeah, like, you're just yeah. like, okay, this is going to be an X-Men movie, this will be pretty fun, right? And you don't, yeah. superhero movies aren't a thing at this point, and it's like, mm. the Holocaust, <laughs> what
1: the heck? <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: okay. And it, like, like beautifully sets up like your uh, magneto as a as a realistic sort of reasonable character yeah. in a sense like you understand you absolutely understand where he's coming from oh 100%. He has been like he has been literally been a victim of the worst act of discrimination and now he's fighting for uh being a, a you know yeah a mute and allowed being allowed to you know live yeah um it's but, yeah the, the first x-men is also a lot more like it, it tackles like actual yeah politics like yes. there are senators who are like mutants should have to register mm-hmm. and they're like no we shouldn't
0: but and, and at that point mutants aren't even fully like you know it's like whispers of mutants right there's like yeah. nobody even knows that they're fully a thing yet there's like one senator who's like kind of going on at this rampage because he knows or he believes that they exist right so it's there's so many I think X, the first X Men is so underrated and I know that there's some dated things in it and that's fine, but <laughs> like i I think it deserves more appreciation than it
1: gets. So What's what's um, um Storm's one liner where she's like it's like toad, just like you know, yeah. you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by yeah, lightning. Yeah. Same thing that happens to everything else, and you're just like oh, Oh that's such God. a what?
0: <laughs> so yeah. So it's it's not a perfect movie by any stretch, but it there is a lot there. Um, uh, yeah, underappreciated. Um, but yeah. Uh, so once we get past X two, uh, well, would hold you? On. I mean, yeah.
1: X two. Okay. Um, just I mean, just throwing it out there. That opening scene, Nightcrawler. Yeah. They play Desiree. That's so great. Like, that's, oh, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it, yeah. So I guess a uh, common theme, even all the way to Dark Phoenix, is the f- opening scenes.
1: These movies are
0: pretty good starts yeah. to them. So, I, you know, so. they might not always nail the oh, landing.
1: It, but... Yeah, even even in X Men: The Last Stand, the opening yeah. scene to The Last Stand is incredible. Yeah, it's like Angel, and he's like he he's um he's, oh, yeah. uh, he's mm-hmm. like shaving, trying to clip his wings mm-hmm. so his dad doesn't find out, and it's like that really really good child actor. That was that was awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's great. Uh, well, another thing that continuity, you know, out the window. Uh, Angel is in Apocalypse, which is set in the 80s. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this franchise doesn't. doesn't I, I think
1: doesn't, at that point they're like, it is a different timeline. Well, right? yeah.
0: Beca- <laughs> no, it is a different timeline. Yeah, it, it it definitely is. But it also, like, it wouldn't change that. Like, it's just like how old like, this character is. It's just like, it's hilarious that. Uh, because basically, what happened was X Men and X Two are relatively they they really they're relatively coherent. Like they kind of mesh together pretty well. There's things here and there that you can pick out that don't follow from one thing to the ne- one movie to the next, but whatever. Then the Last Stand happens, and <laughs> Brett Ratner screws everything up. So <laughs> and then they just. At that point, they—I almost think—they gave up because X Men Origins comes out, and that completely screws everything up. Uh, and then First Class comes out, which is like, sure, like they—they're I, I, they're starting to do the origin thing, but at the same time, it also kind of messes things up. But at this point, they really do not care. Once you get to First Class, they do not care about continuity. They're like, let's just make a good movie. Worry about continuity second. Uh, yeah. and then by the time you get to Days of Future Past, which we'll get to in a second here, uh, they were like, Brian Singer's like, okay, let's f- fix what you guys all messed up. So he basically, <laughs> honestly, I think they made Days of Future Past partly just to have an excuse for why the timeline is so screwed up in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, they were just trying to fix everything. But then they kept messing it up after that, so it doesn't matter. Um. Damn. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, uh, X2, uh, na- n- but not even just that opening scene, like Nightcrawler, I think was, he was a little underutilized in that movie, but I do think I he was a know. good addition to just the movie as a whole, like his storyline I mean, was, was really cool, so.
1: He was utilized more than he was in uh, Dark Phoenix. That's and he fair. Was <laughs> a, one of the big, I mean, like, no, he's he's pretty big, like he helps them get in and out of the, yeah, um, I guess. if I remember correctly, in and out of the facility, and yeah. He's underutilizing like, the franchise as a
0: whole, too. I guess. But
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has a bunch of lines, too, which yeah. is also nice. Yeah. And, uh, Definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, X2 is good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Uh, All right. So, I guess this is where we have to make the decision. What's... Is Logan.
1: It? Logan's better. Logan's, like... I Logan. think I
0: would agree... Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I'll give it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I, mean, um,
1: yeah, I think Days of Future Past is really good, but Logan is on just a different level.
0: yeah. You know, Logan. I think there was an argument to be made that year for it being nominated. Um, I I wasn't like super passionate about it, like some people were, but mm-hmm. I think it is in that uh, discussion. Um, yeah. Logan, we'll, we'll come back to Days of Future Basketball. Let's just start. Let's just go into Logan because I, yeah. I think that's uh, what most people would put as the best one. Um, mm-hmm. Man, the, this movie, it's like it's it's so uh, unique in just even in this franchise. And I, I love that they were just like, screw it. Let's tell a good story. And we are openly going to admit that this is not within continuity of the rest of the movies. Yeah. Um, they literally were just like, we don't care about the timeline. We don't care about this universe. We are just going to make a good movie first and foremost. And you can tell that that was the mindset that they had with it. And they pulled it off, man. They really did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It, this movie, you know... I. I famously uh, gave this movie a little bit uh, of flack when it came out, um, just for some of the silliness uh, of I, There, there was one thing in particular that bothered me. Like, there was an exposition scene that I was just like, "This is so annoying." <laughs> like, like uh, I was, if you remember, like, there's a scene where uh, she, um, the, the one lady that was trying to get uh, Logan to help her, right? And she oh, yeah. she she left like a phone with like a video on it. It was just like yeah. I, I was point. I was sitting yeah. there like, <laughs> when did she like film this? Like, did, she, did she get a documentary <laughs> cl- crew in there and then like have a professional editor put it together? Like, there's voiceover yeah. involved. Like, how did this yeah. work? It, it really bothered me. <laughs> and yeah. like, I, th- I think there's moments like that throughout the movie where it's just like, okay. I mean, you have to establish what's going on, I guess. Um, but, you know, I, but overall, I mean, this movie, like, all of the good things about this movie kind of overwhelms uh, any nitpicks you can have about it. It's such a freaking great movie. Did you, have you watched it in black and white, by the way? Uh, I do own
1: it in black and white. I got the, um, like, the yeah. special edition thingy. that it's has cool. the, It's like Logan Noir. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I mean, I've seen images of it. And, like, you know, to make a movie that works in color and in black and white is a task like yeah. it's it's difficult to do that. You have to have very high, well, and high contrasting imagery, and that's like a thing. Like the cinematography in Logan is insane. Like yeah. it's better. It's might be one of the better. I mean, outside of The Dark Knight, but I can't think of another of a better shot superhero movie.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous, man.
1: Um, yeah, it, it's, it's it's such like yeah. Yeah, an incredibly <laughs> consistent tone, and uh, they blend like this Western and sort of a noirish aesthetic with it, and it's just it's all. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, the, yeah, I I mean, look, the 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 performances are incredible. Like Hugh Jackman, this is his best uh, run as. Uh, Wolverine slash Logan in, in these movies. He is incredible in this movie. And then Patrick Stewart is just <laughs> I mean he's he's on another level in this movie. Like he's given more to do. Like he's given more challenging material to work with and he takes it and runs with it. He really does. Mm-hmm. Like it is mm-hmm. gr- he is fantastic in this movie and then obviously um, oh, what's the girl's name? I'm going to be mad at myself for not remembering oh, it. I, I don't know her name. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh Daphne Keene. Oh, um all right. yeah. Daphne Perfect. Keene. She she is like, oh man. Like have you uh have you seen that video that has gone around it's made the rounds a couple times on the internet or whatever of her audition uh for this role?
1: No, I don't think I have. It
0: it is it's awesome. Like it's a great video. Um she's okay. uh she's testing I I I don't know if it was her first audition. Maybe it's kind of got both, but it's her audition and then it definitely has her like a screen test with Hugh Jackman, and it is mm. it is great, and I think there's um, there's a story about like how she basically. Uh, they they had originally had that one scene where she's like ranting at him and yelling at him in Spanish. And it was originally in English, but she just did it in Spanish and they kept the take. They were just like, this is incredible. <laughs> and they're like, you are awesome. And they just were like, do it like that. Um, and I, I, she's just awesome in this movie. She's like, honestly, I, if, the, if she doesn't work and if their relationship doesn't work, the movie doesn't work. And it's so... Cool, like her performance in this movie is so cool. Um, so yeah, I, I think she's a highlight. Uh, the one thing, the one thing that gives me pause, I, I mean, yes, there's that, um, the, that exposition scene, which I it's silly, but it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. w- but the one thing that actually gives me pause about maybe I would put Days of Future Past ahead of it is I really don't think like the, I don't, I Okay, let me first start by I like the idea and the thematic thing of like him fighting himself, like at the yeah. X twenty, whatever it is. Is X twenty four? Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know what it is. It uh, doesn't. <laughs> do they say? I don't know. But it's I have no idea. It's like it's fine. Like it's just I, I I when it happened, I was like, really? Like this is what we're gonna do? Like okay like I, when when they revealed that that's what it was like it was just a, a clone of him i was like okay sure like it it, it was fine like it's it's got a, it leads to a cool action scene it's got some there there are some thematic things that work about it but i you know, i have to admit when i first when they first showed that oh it's just a younger version of him or a more or a clone of him i was like okay like sure um, it, I thought
1: it, it was a dream sequence. Yeah, in the movie. it, it just—I was like, I thought he was asleep.
0: It didn't work for me, and it still doesn't work for me um, fully. But I understand the thought behind it, so it's fine. Um, but that—that's the one element of the movie that has never really stuck. The—it's st- never really fully worked for me. Um, but that's fine. Um, do you have anything else about Logan? I mean, we could probably talk about Logan for a while, but.
1: Uh, um, uh, the uh, the trailer, the first trailer that oof, came out, yeah, with her. They played "Hurt" by John Cash. Yeah. That was, ooh, I mean, there was that's probably the best song I've ever heard to be paired with that that movie. I'm just yeah.
0: yeah, I think um that that year we went back when Enrique was actually doing stuff for the YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, we were doing a bunch of top tens that year, and I think one thing we did was top ten trailer movie trailers from that year. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we had Logan at number one. That trailer. That trailer was awesome from that year. It really was. Um, Man, that was a great trailer. Uh, But, yeah. All right. Let's talk about Days of Future Past, um, which I think we have collectively decided is the second best X-Men movie. And um, I think most people would agree with that, unless there's some huge Deadpool fans in the world, which there are, I know. um, Yeah. This movie, like it, really surprised me because and we were coming off some, <laughs> we were coming off uh, the Wolverine, which was like mm-hmm. middle, very middle of the road, and you're just like, sure, like all right, X Men, keep trucking along, um, but they hadn't had like, I, I don't, I don't know, it had been a while since we had like an X Men movie to really like go, whoa, this is awesome, yeah. Um, and whew, My goodness, <laughs> this yeah. is awesome. And it blended the young cast with the with the old cast so perfectly. And you're thinking, yeah, you, when cool. you hear that this is what they're doing, and you see the trailer, you're like, "How are they gonna pull this off with this large of a cast? Two versions of every character, essentially. How do they pull this <laughs> off? And they pulled it off. Like that's incredible. It really is. Um, I I love this movie. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like the one thing people like like to bring up about this is like of course you have Wolverine be the catalyst here. You have he, him be the one who goes back and it's like, well yeah, I mean, he's he's what brings in the the ticket sales. Yeah, he's the <laughs> one who
1: said two solo movies. Of course it's going to be Wolverine.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I understand like At this, point. this this is one of those movies and one of those instances where comic book uh, I don't want to say it's just comic book people, but anybody who's like Stick to the source material on anything Those kind of people drive me insane This is one of those movies Because it's like, yes, it doesn't stick to the source material It's not yeah, This is an adaptation of that storyline Please, just accept it And appreciate its greatness But some people like to get wrapped up in It's That's not how it's supposed to happen Why is Kitty Pride the uh, one who's my bring- oh, God, shut up um, so... No one cares about Kitty Pryor. It's like, come on. Like, come, who cares? Who cares? Just, if they're making a good movie, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really do love this movie, and, um... talk about a, another great trailer, because you have, um... Uh, the, I think they put the monologue from uh, James McAvoy that's in the movie in the trailer, and that's a great trailer as well. Um... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Days of Future Past is awesome. Uh, I, I don't know. We're yeah. What What do you think of Days of Future Past? I mean, obviously, it's our uh, second that, one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's our second one. Um Days of Future Past, really good movie. Uh, real quick, fun fact: it has the same budget. As Dark Phoenix. That is so. That's so how about that? Um, I don't know. I don't know how that's possible because the uh, the things they get up to in, in Days of Future Past are just insane. Uh, the introduction of the Sentinels—you get new and old Sentinels. Like that's the coolest thing. I, I think that's a really cool idea because they get they can fit in the two versions of the character to like satisfy as many fans as want yeah. you want. Like you get these cool futuristic Sentinels, and you go back in time, and you get the classic Sentinels. It's like. Who thought of that? Because they're they're really smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love the um, the dynamic that you get, or the the conflict where it's sort of Mystique is uh, off on her own, and she's kind of like like she's the catalyst to everything that leads to the Sentinels, and mm-hmm. they have to they send Wolverine back, and he's got to uh, sort of get Charles and um, and uh, uh, shoot, what's Magneto's real name? Oh. <laughs> uh hold on. Um, Magneto. <laughs> er, er, Eric. Eric yes, yes. yes. Charles and Eric have to work together to to get uh mystique from not dooming the entirety sort yeah. of um Magneto double crosses them and uh yes yeah, so that's a that's a really really fun movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, and that's another thing that people complain about is like, oh, Mystique is, uh, cl- they clearly just made Mystique the center point of the movie because Jennifer Lawrence, and that is fair, but it's like, whatever, like, come on, who cares, it works. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. Also, a unique thing about this movie is like, Peter Dinklage is in it as yeah. a character that's not really linked to him being a dwarf, Yeah, because you know, that's great for him.
0: Agreed, agreed. Uh, yeah. Not many of those roles come his way, so uh, yeah, I'm sure he appreciated it. Yeah, um, yeah. So overall, this uh, we said a lot about this franchise, and it is going uh, sadly <laughs> into uh, uh, it's it's going away. It's just going away, yeah. and that's it's unfortunate. Gonna... Um, yeah, but uh, it's
1: it, it's it, funny. Yeah. So, no, you go
0: ahead. So, I, I was gonna say, it, they're as much as like I'm not super excited about you know them joining the MCU. At least we can be pretty sure that we're going to get good movies going forward. Yeah. That that is one good.
1: It's, a, it's one positive. It's a little bittersweet, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> like she gets good movies. Yeah,
0: yeah, that that'll be uh, nice. More than
1: two good movies in a row. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> we'll be able to hopefully string a couple successes together here um but yeah it'll be curious i'll be curious to see how they handle the introduction and how they handle the re the casting of the century honestly like you no matter who they cast as uh wolverine it's it's not going to go over well at first um but we'll we'll see
1: um It'll probably be an unknown, honestly.
0: I think that's probably the best way to go. That way, no one can have an opinion about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, you know, because you know we're seeing how people and their unfortunate opinions of Robert Pattinson is affecting the Batman casting. Um, so, oh
1: my guys, it's not two thousand nine anymore. Yeah, it's, it's
0: like calm down. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably the way to go. But I, I'll be curious to see what they do um, with it. I, I don't know if they'll have the um, strength to be able to m- cast it as an unknown. Uh, you
1: yeah. would hope that they do, but we'll see. Yeah um, <laughs> it's funny the uh, the X-Men movies were some of the first movies that I actually ordered on the original Netflix that was just you oh. know by mail. <laughs> nice. like like I would you know, I'd go through the X-Men movies, order them one by one on my old tiny little laptop that I got for Christmas in like 2000 and I don't know. 10 maybe yeah um and i'd go through like you know x-men next to the last stand origins and i'd like oh and send it back and it'd be yeah that was like that's that's what i think of i guess when i think of these old movies
0: yeah um hmm. all right we we mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show but i, I just want to get a number from you percent hmm. chance that new mutants is absolute garbage
1: oh god I, I don't even know i don't even know anything about the new mutants um <laughs> I I percent chance that it just gets canceled. Um.
0: They have everything shot. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're just, they just need to do reshoots, but they've been pushing. The, this movie was supposed to come out last year. <laughs> um, let me
1: see. I don't know anything about it. Uh, premise.
0: I, I'll give you the cast. The cast is ra- rather impressive. Give me the cast. Well, I mean, there's two that are rather impressive. Oh. Anya Taylor-Joy
1: and yeah. Macy Williams. That's good. Go. Okay. All right. Yeah, Anya Taylor Joy, fantastic. Um, and that's funny. They they bagged another Game of Thrones. That's the third Game of Thrones actually. <laughs> um, uh Okay. All right. I mean, it's like a horror movie. Is that the thing? Uh, yeah. Like, like
0: they wanted to make it more of a horror movie. Um, mm-hmm. That's why they originally kind of made it like when for reshoots. But it, mm-hmm. okay. But what makes me nervous is that. This movie has been pushed back, so I think it might be on its fourth time being pushed back. Um,
1: yeah, I'm looking at the poster here on Wikipedia, and it says 2019. Yeah. It, it would have already come out. That's hilarious. <laughs> um,
0: so it's supposed to now come out in April of next year. Um, but the thing is, like, they have pushed it back so many times that you would think, especially with the whole Disney thing happening, that they would just go... Look, it might not be where we want it, but let's get it out. So they either are really, really like, no, this movie needs to be perfect. We need to have the reshoots and get this done so it can, we can make it how good we want it to be. Or the movie is literally unworkable now. And they can't, <laughs> they can't come out with the movie because it <laughs> is literally like it would be complete and total garbage and it's not coherent. I tend to think I'm more cynical and I tend to think that
1: it's the latter. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, think about how long it took for like Deadpool to get off the, off the ground. I mean, Deadpool is like, I think they've kicked around that script or they kicked around that idea for like years. Sure. So I I don't know. I think. But the movie shot. But. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I think. You know, the spinoff movies in the X-Men universe tend to go, well, not counting Origins and the Wolverine, they tend to go pretty well. They got a 50-50 track record.
0: Oh, man. Um, this is going to be... The, <laughs> the thing is, this is going, clearly going to be one of those movies, unless their makeup artists are insane, this is going to be one of those movies where you can tell just by looking at it what the reshoots are. What the reshoots are, yeah. <laughs> because Maisie Williams is literally like probably four years older at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous um, true, and these true. are young actors too so it's not like it's just yeah. going to go unnoticed <laughs> like you are going to be able to tell um, I'm oh
1: so. you went through puberty between <laughs> shots
0: <Yeah>. um, so <laughs> yikes um, I I hope it's good because I, you know I want um, I, I think it's a unique idea of a horror movie slash superhero movie you know that could be pretty cool um, but you know we'll see all right. I think this pretty oh. much wraps it up. Unless you have anything final to say about the X Men franchise that you want to get out.
1: Nope. All right. Good.
0: All right. <sighs> then let's wrap things up. All right. Noah, where can people find you on social media? You can media.
1: find me on Twitter at Noah underscore rask and on Instagram at brief underscore intermission.
0: All right. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry 456 And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube channel, website, all of it. Check it all out. All right, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you on the next one.